Hello, everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Nutrition Gabbana podcast. I'm going to be your host, Abby Green. Um, it feels like we haven't done one of these in a couple months. I think the last one I did was in November, um, so it's been a little bit of time. But today we're going to go and start off with kind of a more personal episode, I guess. Um, it's going to be a little bit less scientific-y, um, but I would really like to hear your guys' feedback uh, I know some of you guys like the more sciencey side of this, but this one is going to be a little different. Um, but by reading the title, I'm sure many of you are asking yourselves, what is cycle syncing? And four months ago, I was wondering the same thing. And I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but basically, we're going to start off with a definition. Cycle syncing is when you change your lifestyle based on the four phases of the menstrual cycle. Um, This could be like lifestyle changes with food, exercise, and your social life. But for all the guys listening, definitely don't tune out because it's going to be really important to learn about, you know, all the important women in your life, your mom, sisters, um, girlfriends, wives. It's really essential um, just to learn more about this stuff and to learn more about what's really going on with them and definitely not how to piss them off uh, during certain weeks. But I definitely have a personal connection with this topic, obviously, because I'm a girl, but um, I've really been looking into it these past months because of its connection with nutrition and health. But as most women do, I was definitely someone who dreaded my period every month because of all the cramps and discomfort I would experience. My cramps would literally be so bad that I'd have to skip school, and sometimes I still do. Uh, So that's kind of a work in progress, but um, I would just be glued to a heating pad for the rest of the day. I'm actually on my period right now with a heating pad, Um, but my cramps have been getting a lot better. But anyways, some women who have a lot of PMS symptoms, so like cramps, headaches, um, being very irritable, anxiety, bloating, fatigue, back pain, acne, literally the list goes on and on. Um, But every girl is going to be different. So some of the things I say in the podcast, just like keep in mind that it's really different for everybody. And um, once you start to track the different phases of your cycle, you'll really start to realize um, just more about when each phase is coming and how you're going to feel. But um, I'm going to go over everything you're going to want to know about the menstrual cycle. Uh, So we're just going to get started with the four phases of our cycle. And it's crazy because most women actually only know about menstruation, which is when you actually bleed. So like your period. Uh, but they don't know about the other three phases. So we're going to start off with the different phases of your cycle. Um, This is going to include a lot about diet, exercise, how you're feeling each phase, um, and just how to tune in with it. But basically, the whole cycle is typically 28 days, but that can really depend on what women you're talking about. Um, for some women, it's 21 to 40 days. It really just depends. Um, mine, I think, is 28, 29 days. So kind of just like the standard. But um, we're going to get into our first phase or stage of the cycle, which is actually going to be menstruation. So when you first get your period, this is going to mark day one of your cycle. And menstruation is actually associated with winter just because. Um, you're feeling a lot like more low energy, some PMS symptoms, maybe wanting to spend some time alone, maybe cry. But um, this is going to mark what I was saying. One to, so day one to seven of your cycle. 
Remember, everybody's period is different, but that's just typically women bleed for two to seven days. And what's actually going on is the uterine lining is shedding, hence all of the blood. Um, but during this phase, you're going to have really low energy, PMS, um, and you're not going to be feeling your best. But it's okay because it's a great time to slow down and look inward. So like journaling, focusing on self-care is super important. So you really need to take good care of yourself. But one way I like to do this actually is with my skincare and diet. So I usually add more active ingredients into my skincare routine like salicylic acid just because I tend to break out on like my chin and like the area around my nose. But for my diet, I find that drinking hot tea, my favorite is peppermint. But um, it definitely helps with my cramps and it makes me feel a lot better. Uh, I'll also take magnesium for cramps. That's another thing that's really important that I do. And that what basically magnesium does, um, I think we talked about it actually in my minerals episode, but magnesium can help soothe um, muscles. And since the uterus is actually a muscle, it's contracting when it's on your period. Uh, so it's basically just going to help with those unwanted cramps. Okay, so now we're going to go into hormones. Uh, you're going to be feeling very, very low energy because estrogen is low. And um, typically when estrogen spikes with other, or when that has to do with the other phases, you're going to feel a lot more energy. But right now, estrogen is low and you do not have a lot of energy. Um, and then for food, it's really important to gain back some of the lost nutrients after when you're on your period. So you want to eat soft foods also that doesn't cause digestive issues. Um, a lot of people have unfavorable bowel syndromes and just a lot of bloating. That's another really, really, really common PMS symptom and it just sucks. No one likes to be bloated. But also get some healthy fats in there like avocados, bone broth, soups, just things that are really nutrient-dense. Um now we're going to move on to social life, and I usually have a limited social life. I don't always go out when you're on your period, um, you know, partying, drinking, basically doing things, um, eating really unhealthy are going to spark basically your hormones to kind of stress um, flight or fight. And we don't want that because that's only going to increase the inflammation. So it's really, really crucial just to, you know, ease into your social life, keep it more limited, um, take some time to yourself. But um, now we're going to move on to exercise. And this is also another thing that you should limit. So when I mean limit, you still want to stay active. Um, you know, always go push yourself to work out. But walking, yoga, it's really important not to incorporate a lot of heavy weights. Um, usually what I like to do is just some um, walking or cardio. And then I usually do some of my ab workouts just because I like to stay consistent with that. But that is going to be our first phase. And then our second phase is called the follicular phase. And this is associated with spring. You're gaining a lot more energy um, and your brain is actually getting more clarity. And this is going to be day 6, 7 to 14 of your cycle. But basically, after my when my period is over, I really try to maximize this clarity and get active after not really doing my usual exercises. So I incorporate more weights, but still moderate just because I don't want to really jump into it 
too heavy. But during this phase, your body is going to be preparing for ovulation. And this is where there are increased levels of hormones and the follicles start producing estrogen and are basically getting ready to produce the egg. But foods to eat, I say support your body with energizing and lighter foods. Um, So lighter proteins like chicken, you always want to eat greens. If you really want to eat junk food, honestly, this is one of the phases to do it since it's not going to trigger a huge imbalance in your hormones as if it were the phase before your period or on your period just because you're already dealing with more inflammation. Um, So that's kind of what I tell myself. But And also with your social life, time to just go out and have some fun. This is also the time to problem solve because you have a lot more um, brain power and, um, you know, your body just has so much more energy in general. So that ties into exercise. So you want to do more HIIT exercises, cardio, not too much weight just because, you know, you want to ease into it and you will. Um, But since there's low levels of progesterone, It's actually going to make your skin appear more glowier and increased estrogen is going to provide you with more energy. And balanced estrogen levels are really crucial for your health um, because it has to do with mood stability, complexion, bone health, cholesterol levels. The list really goes on and on. Body composition. Um, That is kind of it for the follicular phase. It's I was just going into more detail with the menstrual phase just because there's so many things involved with it. Um, But now we are on to ovulation, and this has to do with summer, where everything is bright and sunny, and you have so much energy, and you want to just go have fun. And this is when an egg is released from the dominant follicle, and it's basically going to be weighted to be uh, fertilized. And for a regular 28-day cycle, the greatest chances of getting pregnant occur actually in ovulation. Um, If you don't want to get pregnant, then try not to have sex during ovulation. Um, Obviously, if you're using contraceptives, that's different, but um, that's just another thing to keep in mind. But uh, for foods, you can eat more raw foods, raw veggies, fruits. You want to eat fruits in high fiber, fish, nuts, so you really want to optimize protein also. And then for social life, what we were saying, you just want to go out and have fun feeling confident. Usually a lot of people have a higher sex drive, but you just really are feeling a lot more confident, better about yourself, Um, not insecure like how you were feeling on your period, you know, worried about your acne or if you're getting fat or just usually that just happens because of the bloating. Um, But usually when I am in ovulation I usually kind of just do whatever I want during this phase because you know I just feel more confident I actually take fish oil too because it's really good to get those omega-3 fatty acids in there um but this is just when I feel the most confident and I you know I want to go out and have fun with my friends um I still always try to eat healthy try to eat you know the raw foods lots of fruit and um seafood but um I don't do as intensive stuff as the other phases and the luteal phase, which is our last phase, the fourth phase associated with fall time to wind down again. This is usually um, 
it's usually lasts the last two weeks of your cycle until you get your period again. And the first week is going to feel a lot like your ovulation phase. Um, so you're still going to have a lot of energy, but your energy is slowly but steadily really decreasing. Um, so once you get closer to your period, you're going to get some PMS. And I think 80% of women um, actually experience PMS, so it's very common. It's a universal thing. But um, there's going to be a very obvious shift in energy, so it's only decreasing from here as estrogen and literally everything drops. Um, But that dominant follicle that we were talking about before basically kind of transforms into this temporary organ and it's going to secrete progesterone, and it's going to prepare the uterine lining for um, the implantation of the fertilized egg. But basically, during the luteal phase, you want to try to focus on doing more simple tasks. I like to do all my laundry. It's a big thing that I always put off, but um, I like to do my laundry, keep my room clean, because I know once I'm on my period, I'm not going to want to clean everything, and it's just really nice to just be in a clean environment while, you know, you're already stressing with that. Um, But it's also a good time to do reflection. I really like to journal. Honestly, just like even journaling your day helps too. But I always get an increased appetite or cravings for sweets and carbs. And it's also what a lot of other women get. Um, So for foods, this is going to be due actually, the increase in cravings is due to a decrease and estradiol, which is going to make your body want more carbs. Um, but as I was talking about before, since cramps are really common in the last week of the luteal phase, um, I usually take magnesium just to help the muscles from stop contracting. Um, and I also eat a lot of protein. So it's going to be really important just for boosting your mood also. But I just think the general rule is to eat healthy in this phase. And for social life, it's definitely time to wind down. During the second week, I just try to avoid alcohol, sweet foods, basically anything that's going to disrupt your hormones. When I say sweet foods, I just mean like fast food, junk food. Um, And I've actually noticed, at least for me, when I drink caffeine during the luteal phase, it actually kind of makes my skin break out a little bit. So it actually makes me have a little bit more hormonal acne. Um, So I always try to stop drinking caffeine. And I usually, I love the taste of coffee, but it always makes me anxious. So I always try to avoid it. Um, And then for exercise, in the beginning, moderately impactful exercises, Pilates, um, not too heavy weights just because you know, your body's energy levels are decreasing. Um, But this spike in progesterone is also going to cause constipation and bowel issues for a lot of women, um, just to get into the hormones of it. But everything is really dropped at this phase. But I think after or before we close, um, I also wanted to get into the difference between the circadian rhythm versus the infradian rhythm. And this is going to be a quick note, but I really wanted to mention this um, just because I recently found out about it and that women actually don't operate on the circadian rhythm, which is basically what our whole society is based off of. So I just thought it was really interesting. 
Um, but the circadian rhythm is basically your body's natural clock that is going to regulate sleep, hormones, hunger, and a lot more stuff. And it's just 24 hours. So that's day and night. Um, you know, so basically when you wake up, like in our society, it's kind of what I'm talking about. You wake up, it's time to start being productive right away, go to work, come back from work, sleep, and the cycle repeats. That's, you know, a lot of people's daily cycles. But I thought it was really interesting to bring this up because women actually operate on the infradian rhythm, which is a lot different than the other one. And um, the infradian rhythm is also an internal clock, but it's going to last longer than 24 hours. So um, an example of this would be hibernation and actually the menstrual cycle. And I thought it was crazy. I saw this online, but it can also create a 25% change in your brain chemistry for the course over the month. So, you know, when you're really angry on your period and stuff, it's honestly not really your fault because your brain is changing because of this rhythm. Um, but I just thought it was really interesting because for men, their hormones are pretty much stable. So the circadian rhythm works really well for them and they're able to, um, you know, do work at full capacity all the time. But for women, it's kind of more difficult, especially when you're in your luteal phase and your period. Um, you know, it's a lot harder to be productive. And that's okay too, because you don't always need to be productive every single day of the month. Um, but I just thought that was really interesting. And thank you guys so much for listening. I honestly don't know how long this episode was compared to the other ones, but I've been really interested on this topic, and it's kind of also made me think a lot more about what I want to do in the future. Um, college, just as I'm getting my college acceptances back, I think that women's health and nutrition would definitely be something I'm interested in, and I just can't believe that you know a lot of people don't know that you have four phases of your cycle. Um, I really think, this is just my opinion, but I really think that they should be doing this in health, just at school, um, the health class, because it's just so important, you know? It has to do with feeling good, looking good, feeling your best, and just basically getting more in touch with your body. And um, I'm so glad that I could share all about this with you guys. Um, so thank you guys so much for watching.